0: Hello and welcome to Drunk, the podcast where we're drunk on cinema and alcohol. Brought to you by CineMunch.com. I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt, joined by Nathan, yeah, and Elizabeth.
1: I see I got my moment in the sun to be listed You're back
0: to third. Yep,
1: great. <sighs> Hi, I guess. <laughs> um, I guess. <laughs> so we are um, continuing our year end. Sort of wrap up with one of my favorite ones beyond the top 10 which is our favorite performances mm-hmm. so of the
2: year of our lord 2018 yes
1: but the cinematic year which as we all know ends with the oscars mm-hmm. and oh anyone yeah no who for sure. doesn't know that like should just get the fuck out really so, i was <laughs> just saying that
2: because in 15 years when oh, anthropology right, when students are, are yeah. studying this. yes in class, they know they have a, a kind a, of a guide good time post. Stamp. Yeah, 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 yeah so. that's fair. What yeah. are we drinking? Ooh, we are drinking what I like to call—I forgot what it's called—a vodka Bailey's martini. A Bailey's martini.
1: Technically, it's an Irishman's it's, martini. It's, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> it's a Bailey's martini. Hence, the forgetting of the name because it is very strong. It is half and half. I mean, one-to-one, vodka and Baileys. We are using cheap-ass vodka and non-Baileys Baileys. Yes. Irishman, Irish cream I liqueur. I encourage you to do the same in this economy, especially. <laughs> get the cheap shit. It'll still get you drunk. Amen. Uh,
1: so the way we're going to talk about performances is we're going to go through the, the four acting categories, and each of us will nominate... Who our five nominees are for best actor, best supporting actress, etc., and then we'll name our winner. Mm -hmm. Um, But we will we have sort of ranked through ten elsewhere, and we'll aggregate for the site an overall Cinemunchie consensus Mm -hmm. best in each category. But this way we can all sort of stump for the five favorite performances. I love a
2: stump. Don't I shoot. have shoot my
1: stump speech <laughs> ready for my TED talk. Let's do it. Um, so should we jump right in?
0: Let's. Where do we want to start? Yeah. Which? Well,
1: I think that we should start with Best Actor because it's the most boring and the I one that I'm least excited to talk about.
0: Yeah. Let's get it
2: out there. Well, I'll start. Sure. <laughs> Am I? So I'm naming my five nominees and my winner. Right. Yes. Okay. Just start with your five nominees. I know. Yep. So my five nominees for Best Actor are Alex Wolfe in Hereditary, mm-hmm. Nick Offerman in Hearts Beat Loud, mm-hmm. Lakeith Stanfield in Sorry to Bother You, Paul Giamatti in Private Life, and Ben Foster in Leave No Trace. Ooh.
1: Interesting. Am I
2: revealing my winner now?
1: No. Oh. We'll all name our five Perfect. nominees and then yeah. sort of talk okay. about the people we mentioned and then we'll name our winners. And Was then I we'll supposed to talk about these people?
0: You could have. I would have. But did not I? Anything to say? I don't think so, actually.
2: I'll chime in if yeah. one of yeah. these people is on your list.
0: Great. It's best
2: actor. I don't care that
0: much. <laughs> yeah. Amen. My five, surprisingly to me, uh, were... Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born. I guess not so surprising. That I talked about in our top ten podcast. I mm-hmm. think he's fucking excellent. Uh, Ryan Gosling in First Man. Mm-hmm. Oh. Paul Giamatti in mm-hmm. Private Life. Ethan Hawke in First Reformed. Mm-hmm. And Charlie Plummer in Lean on Pete. <gasps> <gasps> Old oh,
2: Charlie. Whoa, that's mm-hmm. the
0: gasp of the morning. Are you gooped?
2: Yeah, that's the one yeah. where the...
1: All of the uh, press people are like, <gasps> yeah, hubbub, hubbub. hubbub. type 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 type. Yeah,
0: those are my five. Good lead actor. Job. Great.
1: Did you want to talk about it, or I don't, talk I don't about know. It or... yeah. Let's let's
0: do yours. And... Okay.
1: So my uh, the nominees are. <laughs> <laughs> Great drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Cooper, First Star is Born. Mm-hmm. Ben Foster, Leave No Trace. Mm-hmm. Paul. Jamati yep. for Private Life, Stephen James for If Beale Street Could Talk, mm-hmm. and Tommy Cruise for Mission Impossible Fallout. Wow. wow. Listen, wow. the man wow. is going to kill himself wow. for our pleasure <laughs> and enjoyment. He deserves it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, though, as someone who's not seen the movie. Yes. I'm just realizing it's called Mission Impossible Follow. Does it is it like after a nuclear or something attack?
1: I want to not say. Okay, anything. good.
2: Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Good gotcha. do not say. Okay. I'm so watching You'll it now. It. Yep. That's yeah. the the upshot yep. is I'm watching this shit
1: now. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very good. Okay. It's also like the perfect blend of who Tom Cruise maybe is in life.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: With the character, but it works so seamlessly like mm. I feel Mm -hmm. like Ethan Hunt and Tom Cruise in my mind are now somehow merged. Mm -hmm. And it's like kind of insane actually that Tom Cruise is one of our best action stars. If you think about where he got his start, which was in like teen, heartthrobby, romantic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there was nothing that was, like, even, like, his more action movies, like, I guess you could call Top Gun an action movie, it's not him, like, doing stunts. Like, you would never look at Tom Cruise in those and be, like, he is going to be, like, he and The Rock
2: <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> are our action sure. stars, yep. and I think he's the, like, more compelling one who's doing crazier stunts than The Rock. <laughs> like Yep. <laughs> anyway. Word. So he's he's one of my nominees. He's not my winner, but he's one of my nominees. Nice.
0: I like that the overlap between all three of us was Paul Giamatti in yep. Private Life. That he's is...
1: real, real good. He's great. He is. He's fantastic.
2: Because I'm, I'm no Paul Giamatti apologist, so I would not put him on here if I didn't want to.
1: Yeah. Same for me for Ben Foster, mm-hmm. um, who I usually think is swimming in a river of ham. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's sort of, both he and Paul Giamatti, who also often swims in the river of ham, Yeah. That's are true. sort of nicely understated and Subdued, operating yeah. in a human Level
2: now, could I get like map quest directions to this river of ham you speak <laughs> of? <laughs> sure, <laughs> printed
1: out. Watch like any meryl supporting performance, and it's a signpost, <laughs> excellent. Just right for there.
0: Oh, we didn't put her in our long list for supporting actress for Mary Poppins' return. Oh, oh
1: and no, I loved what topsy. an oversight! Full I love though, I think she's oh. amazing in her one scene in Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again. Oh, sure, it makes me cry. Mm-hmm. Um. And by it makes me cry, I mean, I don't think it made me cry when we saw it in the theater. It made me cry when I was watching it on an airplane, which is not really a fair comparison. (laughs) You know. Um, Bradley Cooper we talked about at length Mm -hmm. on the top ten. But, yeah, I think he's very, very good in his depiction of addiction and everything like that. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um, And then Stephen James, I just think it's such, like, a humane... um, Performance that conveys so much without dialogue. Mm -hmm. I feel like I understood his character's journey and his interiority so much, and he actually has very little dialogue expressing it. Mm -hmm. And it's all through the work he's doing with his very attractive face, gazing lovingly into Barry Jenkins' camera. (laughs) I'd
2: love to study that movie a a few more times, you know, just to watch his face. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Winky Winky it's an amazing movie as well but yeah, he's very attractive
1: yeah, it was my number fourteen. I like desperately wanted to get into my number to um, into my top ten and I like, couldn't figure it out but it's a great movie. I think Tales he anchors it right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's in a lot of ways like a very classic male romantic lead, but we don't see those played by young black men so. No. Um, so nice. yeah you know, best
0: actor was super thin. I yeah. I was most surprised that Ryan Gosling made my list, but I was also kind of surprised when I ended up ranking my top 10 that f- I ranked first man as 11th. It was like my first yeah. alternate and it was not a movie I was particularly excited about or certainly a performance that I was uh, that excited about, but I think it just speaks right. to the thinness of the category. But I do think he's great. In, I did. He's in First yeah. Man. He was on my contention. Very affecting.
1: And he um that movie I actually really like I mean, we've talked about it, that it's actually, of, of Damien Chazelle's movies, it's far and away my favorite of his three <laughs> films. So. Which is strange, because I was not excited for that movie.
0: Fair but. enough. And then another surprise for me was that I put Ethan Hawke in my top five, because First Reform for me was a bit of an eye roll, but he's really solid in it.
1: Yeah, I have Oof. like a, I don't know, I have an Ethan Hawke block, too, where it's always rare when I like him in a film.
0: That is fair. He's
1: a little bit of a Ben Foster for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But um, All right, should we announce our... I don't think we have anything more to say about these yahoos. <laughs> no. Like, best actor, whatever. Let's get to the juicy categories. Yep. Yep. Um, so, Nathan, who is your uh, winner?
2: Against most of the odds, my winner is Paul Giamatti in Private Life. Nice. Mine, Ooh.
1: no surprise,
0: because I already said it before, is Bradley Cooper, more.
1: And mine is... Stephen James, Stephen James, Stephen
0: James. Stefan James. I don't know.
1: Yeah, for if Beale Street could talk. Well, there we go.
0: Interessante. All
1: right, moving on. Should we go ahead and do the two actors? Yeah, let's do supporting
0: actor. Yeah. 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 Start us off. Who are your five?
1: Okay. Well, full disclosure, I'm <laughs> yes. gonna cheat a little bit because I'm heartbroken over my top six choices, mm. and I'm quite sure that one of them will appear on both of your lists.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And the other four I'm not sure will appear on yours. Okay. So I'm I just want you to know that the omission
0: You're heartbroken about it. Yeah, I'm
1: heartbroken about it, but it's only so I can talk about some other people. Alright, let's see. Okay. 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 So my first nominee is Josh Hamilton in mm-hmm. eighth grade. Mm-hmm. My second nominee is Hugh Grant for Paddington 2, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> um, my third nominee is Steven Yun for Burning. Mm-hmm. My fourth nominee is a little bit of a cheat. It is Brian Tyree Henry for If Beale Street Could Talk and then also... Kind of Widows in Into the Spider-Verse because he's in all of those and he's mm-hmm. great in all of those. But if I only had to pick one, it would be If Bill Street Could Talk because he's a knockout in his two mm-hmm. scenes. And then my fifth nominee is Jesse Plemons in Game Night. Of course, which, as it should be. <laughs> because it is a brilliant.
0: That is heartbreaking <laughs> who you left
1: off. Yep, but I only know it's because of I think he will be on yours.
0: Sure, shit is. Yep. I'll go next. Great. One of my nominees is Richard E. Grant. Mm-hmm. In can you ever oh, forgive wow. me? Yeah. Very who did heartbreaking not for you. Up here.
1: I'm telling you, the only yeah. reason I picked him is because I think that the other ones won't necessarily be on your list, and I know he'll be on yours, so we can talk. Right. about Right. And him. he
0: probably won yours in '97 for Spice World. Yes, supporting of actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, another nominee for me: Josh Hamilton Ooh. in eighth grade. Another nominee for me, Brian Tyree Henry. Oh, man. No cheating here, just for If Beale Street Could Talk, because, yep, yep, his, like, ten minutes of screen time, he's crushing it. Yep. Uh, Another nominee for me, Alex Wolfe in Hereditary, Mm. who I would say is a supporting actor and kills it, goes toe-to-toe with Tony Collette, and shocked me how fucking great he was in that movie. He's
1: great. I also just want the listeners to know that as... Matt said it's a supporting performance to me. He gave a like really disgusting side eye to his husband, which,
0: well, (laughs) like you do, that's marriage. Uh, and my fifth nominee for supporting actor is Alessandro Nivola in Disobedience. (sighs) Criminally underrated actor gets a nice juicy part, and yeah. I have really not seen. Fills it out.
1: I have not seen *Disobedience*, but I think we've discussed that my love of Alessandro Nivola is now going on like two decades plus. <laughs>
0: yeah, you can get it. Those are my five for supporting actors. <laughs> oh, actor. my five!
2: Oh, oh, oh! Thank you. Um, he was in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: my five supporting actors are Richard E. Grant.
1: Yes. You don't have to give me a dirty look.
2: No, it's not dirty. I'm just shocked. I love I'm him. It's only because I want to talk to him. I know about, you like, love Steven him. Yon. I believe you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I do believe you. Okay. Uh, Josh Hamilton from 8th grade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Brian Tyree Henry. <gasps> if Beale Street could talk wow. specifically. Yep.
1: Oh, well, I could have left off in a but
0: Alex Wolff, What? Hereditary. Wait, he was You're in your lead actor me. and supporting Yes, because <laughs> I wanted to represent my favorite. No. He was no, one no, of my no. favorites. The that Academy is... would not allow this shit wherever he got I'm more votes. I'm not
2: in he... the Academy, and therefore, <laughs> one of the very few rights I have is to break the rules of the Academy. Right? Okay. All right. Great. We have gone off Finally, the rails. Finally, I have Army Hammer and Sorry to Bother You. Ooh! Nice. I like that. Smarmy army. Smarmy army. Uh, I mean, yeah. unlikable to the max. Well, unlike But it's like a perfect doesn't roll really, for him. I mean, sadistic and inhuman, but yeah. very good role. Sells for it him. well. Yeah.
0: Gets the tone of the movie, too. Yeah. Well directed. Um, yeah, and I think we spoke spoken, I mean, Josh Hamilton.
1: Yeah, we talked about that Overlapped
0: s- on all three of our lists and.
1: Scene. He's
0: great, yeah. but obviously that bonfire scene. In eighth grade is.
1: And like a true achievement of like non actually performance.
0: Very yeah, non
1: very naturalistic. Ticky. Very yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Brian Tyree Henry gets a knockout monologue where again, I mean, he actually gets a lot of dialogue in that scene, but just the like haunted look in his eyes. I mean, it's very interesting because often I don't really care about either acting category for men (laughs) Mm -hmm. and this year there are like several i mean i actually even moving down to like my seventh and eighth slot
0: oh yeah hugh grant adam driver (sighs) yeah sam elliott simon russell beale
1: like have scenes that have just like totally stuck with me like that if beale street could talk scene with brian tyler henry like ugh, it's just like sitting on my soul, this scene with Josh Hamilton. And then you have Steven Yun, and it's like a very quiet performance in mm-hmm. its own way. And he's so attractive and so seemingly benign. And just like, there's a scene where they're, the main character starts to suspect, because they both are like, the main character has had like a brief tryst with this girl. And then has developed in her absence while she's like traveling in Africa, like an obsession with her and sort of like maybe the belief of deeper feelings than ever really existed on her part. Um, By the way, Burning is really, really excellent and I recommend it. And Mm -hmm. is also sort of about toxic masculinity. But, um, and, and then the girl comes back from Africa and she's now, dating or like with Stephen Yun's character who is wealthy and suave and like everything the main character mysterious. is not and mysterious yeah. and so we're like wondering what his intentions are with this girl and there's this scene where they're at dinner with a bunch of Stephen Yun's friends and the girl is like telling this long elaborate story and the main character just looks over at Stephen Yun and he does this like bored yawn, yawn mm-hmm. and then smiles at him And it's at once like dismissive and sinister, and also well, yes, (laughs) yeah, but also unreadable. Like, he's doing so much at once, it's such a compelling,
0: like, he he as an actor has made all the choices to fully flesh out that character that the audience is never really gonna know fully, but he gives it enough that it feels like he knows what it is, yes, yeah, and
1: it's also like I've seen. I haven't seen Stephen Yannino in a lot of things, which we can talk about why that's the case, because racism. Um, but I did watch, like, the first couple seasons of The Walking Dead, and he, like, could not be more different than that. And he's also great, but he's, like, sort of, like, the eager sidekick Hmm. Whatever, Like, he definitely doesn't get to play, like, sexy.
0: Right. Or even Okja.
1: And then in Okja, he's so compelling. He is kind of sexy and sorry to bother you, too. But, like, he's, mm-hmm. it's just, like, mm-hmm. all, like, very different stuff. And I think he's such a compelling actor. And if there's, like, any justice in this world, he should be a leading man. Because yeah. he is infinitely watchable. He just has, like, that on-screen charisma that pops. Amen. And so that's why I left off our favorite... Richard E. Grant, so that I could talk about Stephen Ian.
0: Can you ever forgive me, then?
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, which, just
0: going did. to winners, he is my winner. Richard E. Grant is for sure my winner. Nice. Wow. I think he is fantastic. And can you remember
2: Shook. Um, <laughs> Josh Hamilton is my winner. <laughs> nice. Ooh, nice.
1: And gotta go with my boy, Hugh Grant, Paddington okay. 2, baby. I gonna say Jesse Clemens.
0: <laughs> Well, yeah, Actually, he it was close
1: for me. I, we t- I did talk about Jesse Plemons because Game Night is my number 10. But uh, the choices he is making are absurd and should not work. But his complete commitment to it, and also I think the fact that he is not just like a comedian. Like yeah. he's an actor who mm-hmm. takes a lot of dramatic roles. Like he's kind of chameleonic in that way that it's, you're so surprised by it and there's no reason for it. And again, the fact that he is not. Receiving an Academy Award for his delivery of "How is that profitable for Frito Lay?" (laughs) is a crime against humanity. He's also
0: having fun. I mean, it's not a fun character, but oh, it is to play. To play, yes, yeah.
2: He's having yes. The person's not fun, right?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's truly like. Watching that, I was like, "Kristen Kirsten Dunst is like such a lucky woman because Jesse Plemons must be such a funny person." They're sing a... together. Yeah, they they're, have. They're yeah, they're married. Child? They have a child. Oh, that's cute. They got together making Fargo season two. I'm so. He happy. also
0: gave his heart to Dick Cheney.
1: Oh well, that's bullshit, and I'm sorry, Jesse he Plemons. He had to be in that movie. Oh. Yeah, but okay. to make up for it, he gets to he be gets in to be game, game, game Night, right. where he, in a sea of comedic. <laughs> brilliant performances he's the performance that you're like this is the best thing i've ever seen in my life
0: yeah hugh grant was my number six so he was just just off my nominees but
1: you're wrong
0: he's <laughs> delightful well richard e grant was just off yours
1: he well he's winner. really not so my real in my real line i won't give the whole order but in my real lineup Stephen Ian was six because i didn't want to get rid of richard e grant but then when we came to do this, I was like, I'm going to get rid of him because I know that we'll talk about him yep. and we'll have talked about the movie. And we haven't talked about Burning and...
0: Steven Yeun was my 11, so he just missed my top 10. That's some bullshit. <laughs> well, at least
1: he's winning Sexiest Performance, so... Amen. Money spoiler.
0: on! Demi. spoiler. spoiler. Um, let's do Supporting Actress? Yeah, let's do let's. it. Let's. Uh, sure. So my nominees for Supporting Actress... Uh, I'll kick it off with two from the same film, Olivia Colman in The Mm Favourite, who, despite being nominated for lead at the Oscars, I think is a supporting performance.
1: Agreed. I think we're all in agreement on that.
0: Great. Uh, And fucking nails it. Um, Also, Rachel Weisz in The Favourite. Yes. Another nominee for me. Uh, Sakura Ando in Shoplifters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another Mm -hmm. great foreign film we haven't talked too much about, but... She plays kind of the matriarch of this family who shoplets.
1: A hodgepodge family. Yep, yep.
0: makeshift family. Uh, and she's got. She's great and kind of this warmth that radiates throughout the film, but then she has a few specific scenes that are just like. Yep. Holy shit. And I have a hard time judging foreign performances because line delivery is so important, and if you don't right. know the. Right, and you don't know the nuance of the... Especially a lot of Asian languages which is the same thing for me with Stephen Young like the, the cadence of the language is so different from what we're used to that I f- it's hard for me to know yeah. exactly but I mean sh- sometimes
2: sh- it doesn't matter sometimes yeah.
0: it does not matter well and matter. a lot of
1: it is wordless right that too for
0: sure um, shocking to me a little bit jennifer jason lee and annihilation Ooh, i love that is a nominee would not have been after first watch but after second watch i can like see what she's doing in the role and Mm -hmm. it's so like deadpan monotone very jennifer jason lee Mm -hmm. but wow it works Mm -hmm. and it it really aids the film and that ensemble Mm -hmm. like how she fits into that collection of women. Yeah. Going only, into the shimmer. Only piping in because I didn't get to say
2: this when I was talking uh-huh. about Annihilation. I forgot. The score of Annihilation is mm. incredible. So good. like The kind of like yeah. swangy country but modern. Yeah. Um, Mixed with... And a little bit on. off. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit off. Yeah. No, it's, it's perfect it's but it's also a bit daring but I feel like that is a twin in some ways to... Jennifer Jason Lee's performance, which is also, like, a bit unusual and sticks out, mm-hmm. but
0: works, ultimately. Yeah. So I also love it, too, because it's definitely a performance someone could be like, that is awful. She's right. wretched. Well, yeah, movie.
2: if they right. don't watch the movie and get it. Even if someone but likes yeah, the no, movie, I, know I can you see mean. them being
0: like, it's she's a, so flat. She's, like, she's not doing anything, but oh, she is. sure. Yeah. Like, okay. Because it's Jennifer There's Jason an... Lee, and she has a very, just, horizontal <laughs> mouth. Ma- like, she doesn't open her mouth that much. Like... <laughs> It's just very. It's
2: very. very, She's very.
1: I know. I do actually know what you mean. I I do actually know what you mean. She doesn't open her mouth that much. But it's just a funny way to describe (laughs) someone. She's so horizontal. Her mouth.
0: It's on the DVD cover. Jennifer Jason Leigh gives the most horizontal (laughs) performance in 2018. (laughs) Said (laughs) Syndrome. Anyhow, supporting actress, my fifth nominee. It's more of a minor role, but hey, supporting actress can. Yeah. Encompass any range of roles, and it's Jane Curtin, and can you ever oh forget me. God, me? Oh my God! Oh, I love so that. So glad you put Because on there. I mean, I just love Jane Curtin. Jane Curtin is fucking great, and this is such a good performance. Yeah, such it a good role for great. her. But just she doesn't have a lot to do. But again, what she does, like a great supporting performance, is fills in. Yep. The like exasperation of this yep. agent or manager, whatever <laughs> oh, she's she is, terrific. Who's like. You know, puts up with Lee's bullshit but then gets to a breaking point and is like, listen, you can't be as much of a bitch as you're being if you're not successful. Right. Like yep. they don't they go hand in hand. Yep. Like you gotta be nice. Yep. You gotta play the game. It's yeah. She's just she's a great. delight and I that love That whole movie that is filled with
1: role. delightful supporting performances. It is.
0: It's a good ensemble. Yeah. Yeah, those are my five for supporting actress.
1: Nice. Do you wanna go?
2: Sure. My five supporting actresses for 2018 are Olivia Coleman and The Favorite.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm just going to announce it like they do at the Oscars. Sure. Please do. Elizabeth Debicki, Widows. <laughs> oh. Michelle Yee. Yo. 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 That's also like Oscars. They can't be fucking bothered you, to say are right. Are you Tiffany Haddish? Announcing Michelle- last year's nominees? Michelle Yo. Right? Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Crazy rotations. Uh huh. Regina King. I love that. If Beale Street could talk. Nice. Tessa Thompson. Annihilation.
1: love that.
0: All right. Nice.
1: Nice. That is another performance that I think really shines in the second viewing. Agreed. Because all it's, of them it's do, yeah because they're all doing something Tessa so yeah. yeah yeah they're all doing something like so specific and in, in a lot of cases understated, that the first time through and you're visually just taking in so many things and trying to like figure out what's going on the first time yeah. that the second time you're like really able to like sit into those performances and
2: and Tessa Thompson's. Character is very understated, very like and she's also,
0: mild, meek yeah. person.
1: Yeah, and she's also very crucial to the makeup of that ensemble. Mm-hmm. Because the she's balance. The, yeah, the yeah. balance of it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, my nominees are Elizabeth Debicki, yes. Widows, uh, Olivia Coleman, The Favorite,
2: mm-hmm. obviously,
1: Sakura Ando, Shoplifters,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Rachel Weiss the favorite yes. and Shayna McHale support <laughs> the girls Nice, yes. <laughs> because she's friggin delightful and incredibly yeah. funny and incredibly dry I mean I don't know because it's like her only I think she's like a hip hop artist
0: yeah it was crazy watching it as we were like oh she has to be in other things or like from something because she's great she's such great spark such and personality such good
1: comic timing right Oh, man, she's really, really good, and I loved her performance and her character.
0: It helps ground the movie, because Haley Lou Richardson is doing, like, a little too much, and then she's right grounding it a little more, yeah, but, it, I mean, it works. Right, I still like and Hayley then it Richardson, actually
1: works as, like, right. their personalities, which is that Hayley Richards, Lou Richardson's character is a little too much.
0: As, like, the white girl who works at that place <laughs> would be, yes. like, yeah. who looks like that, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so that is my, my fifth nominee. Um, and yeah, Sakura Ando, there are so many scenes of hers that stick out. Like even the first scene when the little girl is brought back, Mm -hmm. she like holds herself at a distance. She's like in the other room Mm -hmm. in her soup with the sniffles, like you see her resisting. And then there's that amazing scene of her giving the girl a bath. Yeah. It's just like so warm, and then the next is them watching the fireworks and her just pulling the little girl to her, and you see how you see how much she wants to be a mother. Mom. And yeah. motherhood means to her. And then the, that final knockout scene where she just doesn't even know the answer and is like rubbing her face while crying. <laughs>
0: I mean that's thus
1: like <sighs> So good. And it's one of those things where you don't need to know the language. You don't need to know the nuances of it because what she's yep. doing with it's just that human, face.
0: human to yeah. film screen and you get it all.
1: And also to have like her stuff with the little girl, like the bath scene and then the fireworks. You know, it. we forget sometimes that like that's not her child.
0: <laughs> right. This is,
1: like a random child actor and she's an actress on a set and... You know, I can say as, like, someone who teaches children, like, it's really hard to build that sort of, like, rapport and affection and comfort. And that little girl is clearly so comfortable with her. Like, it's really just a moment of true beauty.
0: It's a great ensemble. Um, a performance wasn't on my list, but it was on both of yours, Elizabeth Debicki. And yeah, Widows. yeah, that's pretty killer. She's
1: so good. She's
0: so good. Hilarious too.
1: Hilarious, but also has like some real pathos, and ends up being, I would argue, the emotional heart of that film, even more so than Viola Davis, because Viola Davis's relationship to her sort mm. of forms Viola's arc in a way. Sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. With especially that final scene. Yeah, and tour. Elizabeth
1: Debicki's character has the most radical arc, mm-hmm. I would say, of any of the women in that film. From where she starts to where she finishes. Yeah. She's going
0: to be a big thing. She's incredible. Soon. It's coming. I'm surprised she's The hard she's thing not... for her is
1: just that she's like 6'1".
0: <laughs> and her and name. She's a little like Sienna was... <laughs> Millery in that we'll see her in things and I'll be like... Oh, she
1: always looks totally different. Wait, that was her? You put wait, her, in like like her a, a wig like, and a different hair she's color. She's
0: very theater actress right character actress who can do so much she, it's she's hard to pin down well, so then it's hard for hollywood to know oh this is exactly the role for her yeah but i'm so glad well, she I got hope this she role has a Widows. rich career of acting whether she it's
2: will. as a lead- leading person or as a character actor which maybe she wants and we would all benefit from it Probably anyway. right. right interesting yeah. but hopefully yeah. she does a lot more work yeah
1: cause i like her A lot. She's really incredible in that movie. Also, that would be a scene of the year is her going to buy the gun. The gun. Yes,
0: that is the best moment in that movie. And she, she, yeah, she brings it home. I also love that She's also great in the tale and perfectly serviceable in the Cloverfield Paradox. Which, if she emerged from that movie unscathed, says something about how talented (laughs) she is. (laughs)
1: Um, I also just want to take this moment to acknowledge the... um, a reality that widows exist in that somehow Jackie Weaver, teeny is little her, her teeny mom. little munchkin of a human, would produce Elizabeth Debicki six foot one as her daughter. <laughs>
0: you never know. Just Jackie Weaver can shock you.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. I also forget that Elizabeth Debicki is Australian because I don't think I've ever seen her in a film where she's used her Australian accent. Like no.
2: Do we even know she has one? I assume if she grew I mean, up there, she's
1: like Australian. Like, she's Australian. Australian okay. Yeah. Okay. That like I think her first American film was *The Great Gatsby*. Gatsby. Yeah. Oh. Until then, she was in Australia. So. Uh, question:
0: *Gatsby*. What *Gatsby*? <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, okay. Winners. Supporting
0: <laughs> actress. Winner. Who you got?
1: Olivia <laughs> Colman.
0: All right. I have Olivia Colman. I have Olivia Colman.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, since. We all have a little home One more person. We yeah, Rachel true. Weiss is so she's fucking though. She's my number good, two. Though. She's my number two. She's, ugh, I love Rachel Weiss. She's a ver- she also, like Catherine Hahn, I am starting to suspect, is very good at acting.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. maybe, she's very talented. I don't <laughs> she's know. been one
1: of my favorite actresses for a very long time, and this was like, she's so good at playing icy, abrasive women. <laughs> Yeah, and clearly, like, likes to play icy abrasive women.
0: I was still a little bummed that I didn't get to see Kate Winslet, who was originally cast in this role, because I think she would have been great, and I love Kate Winslet. But for me, I had a it's a real Rachel Weisz because she was also fucking great. We'll get to best actors in a second, but she's really great in Disobedience. Yeah. Um. So it's just been a great like. I She's think, been crushed. I'm so glad she has an Oscar from fucking what, 14 years ago yeah. at this point. But she is,
1: and this is her first time being nominated again. Yeah, this is only then. her
0: second nomination, which is, which is crazy, wild. Wild. She,
1: it's because she works in smaller films. She like clearly. Yes, I takes love
0: her choices too. She's very discerning.
1: Yeah, I feel like I mean I love Kate Winslet so. I, I do like I've loved her since *Sense and Sensibility*, but. Kate Winslet can be very bad in films as well. She can. And I feel like Rachel Weisz is just never bad.
0: (laughs) She is super consistent.
1: I mean, even if you watch, like, the Mummy movies, she's fucking terrific in those movies.
0: Oh, yeah. She matches the tone.
1: She's a very good actor. She's great. Anyways, I just want to mention it because we hadn't actually talked about her. Was she your number two? Yeah.
0: Was she your number two? No, No, she she wasn't in your top five. No, I'm just like, staying
2: silent because I don't want to say anything bad.
1: No, that's what You please yeah. do.
2: No, they, I mean, I have nothing... You mean
1: that, you have nothing bad to say?
2: Yeah, I also have nothing bad to say. I think... Here's what I'll say. For my personality, I think I would love to see a version of The Favorite with Kate Winslet. Because Me too. Because I think that would have gotten it to my top ten. Like, it's a movie that I think is fantastic. Yeah. And it's so well done. But it just doesn't resonate with my... Per- very specific wavelength
1: right no that's fair i don't
2: know that doesn't make sense because not every not you know I feel like it would be it's almost, not the right way to yeah. put it but i yeah. think you know what i'm trying to say yeah. so um yes i want to see the version with kate winslet because i, I think too. rachel weiss is like a very serious actor and very good but also she has like just her on her own has this like element of like Indie prestige, like, oh, this is going to be a good movie because mm-hmm. there's a I think that's serious the aura she gives off. But I think yeah, she's more playful which, than that. this is also—it's
1: yeah, a playful performance. Yeah, regard. yeah. I mean, Which, I'm, whatever. I'm, it's I'm not about a specific act- actress. I'm like. disowning both of you for trying to kick the love of my life, Rachel Weiss, who I want to be when I grow up. Girl,
0: she was my number two. One, <laughs> don't worry, <laughs> she I, was and, unranked, I the but favorite I love her. <laughs> Was in my top ten, and I, if it was Kate Winslet, it would be quite different, I think, and I don't know if it would have been. As I, I don't think it would have
2: actually been
1: better. I know. I just I'm think just think giving you a hard time. time. I'm just giving you a hard time.
2: That's fair. That's great. That's All right.
1: Well, so Olivia Coleman. Ran away with our her.
2: actual winner. We haven't talked about much, but she's Perfect. incredible.
1: I mean, Olivia Colvin, that was, I fucking that love performance her. is like the Jesse Plemons of supporting actors. <laughs> it's just well,
0: <laughs> let's give it more credit than. <laughs>
1: Excuse me. No, I mean it's just one of those performances. She meant that with the most credit. I'm, I, I mean it in that you watch it and like that's the performance that you're coming away with. Is my point. Really. I'm almost
0: like. Bored by it because it's like, yeah, of course you're that's fucking great. Like great. you're just great. Well, I,
2: mean, I think you might be bored by it a little bit because the trailer kind of. That was also one of those true. movies that was positioned on the calendar so that you saw the trailer a bunch of times before you actually saw the movie. Right. And the trailer was very well done, but right. it also kind of gave away all her best. A lot of
0: great moments. It definitely gave
1: away. I think all of her like incredibly humorous moments. Yeah. Which are so going for it and so big and somehow work within it. But then there are those moments, I mean, there's some moments when she's first describing to Emma Stone um, what the rabbits she keeps Mm. are for, where it's for all of the children that she's lost. And she doesn't play it melodramatically in a way of like, I lost, again, it's not this moment of like, this is why I'm the way. She plays it just very quietly and she still plays it as this neurotic mess probably (laughs) mentally ill woman but there's such again like such pathos underneath it Mm -hmm. that is just this like little sting of a gut punch and she has a few moments like that including I would say like the last shot yeah of the film Mm -hmm. like the last moments of the film where it's not just that she's riotously funny which she often is in that movie and you also works, see like all of her insecurities laid bare which she manifesting she was very, in many different ways. It was
0: such a vulnerable performance too. Very much general, so. Yeah. And such a great collaboration cuz she was also fucking great in Yorgos Lanthimos's last film The Lobster. Oh my God, we where she just her in knows that. the tone. Yep. That and that made me minds the love the love humor from it, them. minds the the depth like yeah she, she, she understands it. Knows. it. She yeah. knows she is and actress. Again. I'm also pumped for her to be the queen on The Crown. Oh yeah. Again, I
1: think she might be very good at acting. Yeah, she's
0: probably... It's possible. Probably it's possible. good. And
1: she gave her acceptance speech at the Golden Globes by calling out her bitches. <laughs>
0: Emma, Stone and Emma, Stone Emma Stone Rachel Emma Stone
1: Rachel Weiss. Weiss, which was the sweetest Amazing. use of the word bitches ever. <laughs>
0: Amazing. Indeed. So, my bitches, let's move to our favorite <laughs> not category. This not this
2: not But fine, whatever. Um... <laughs> Best actress. Best yeah.
0: Performance by an actress in a leading role. Mm-hmm. Who, Nathan, are your nominees for best actress?
2: <laughs> Natalie Portman, Annihilation.
1: Spit back at my drink.
2: <laughs> Elsie Fisher, Eighth Grade.
1: This voice, are you Holly Hunter?
2: Melissa McCarthy, can you ever forgive me? Oh,
1: now we're British. <laughs> Catherine Hawn,
2: private life.
1: That was Michael King. <laughs> also, that was Catherine Hahn private life, in case you couldn't understand that thick broke.
2: And Yalitza Aparicio, Roma.
1: Ooh, nice. I love how very like diverse this is going to be, so, I think, because there's so many freaking amazingly actress performance yeah
2: here. so in part because yeah. you said that I am gonna speak about these please do yeah actors because they are incredible so Natalie Portman is one actor who I am not a knee jerk stand for I don't always love her mm-hmm. she can be I'm the same great or awful I yeah. mean like Queen I uh, let's not even no, go well, there let's okay. not even, even go there Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> incredible right sensational yeah okay never been there. so <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is but controversial an black, black swan not saying she's bad because obviously she's not but like not my fave nope. not my fave nope. whatsoever anyway i think she was incredible
1: again i mean i went i think it was one of our other old podcasts track it down i'm sure listeners you've listened to them many times over and know exactly which episode it was but i think i did talk about with natalie portman That I I feel like she's doing better work now that she's able to play like adult women. Yes. That are non hypersexualized like baby
2: girls. (laughs) They have like a backstory and a. Yeah, and she's. It's like an actual character. She's just
1: playing someone, right. She's not playing someone's ideal. And I think just because of how she looks and when she started in the industry, she was slotted in. And I think Black Swan fits into that, which is this like very hypersexualized baby girl.
0: Yep. And I love how great the performances in Annihilation I mean, we yeah. discussed Tessa Thompson and Jennifer Jason Lee for supporting, but it is a genre film that's normally would rely on the visuals and right. the the script and like the plot, what is happening. Yeah. But it it takes the time for character and the performances yeah. are better for it and yep. Rich. I think she's great in it.
2: Well and each performance is kind of a like its own sonnet. Like they're yeah like they're we've yeah. talked Going about movies where, where everyone is like oh they're
1: everyone has their own stanza yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah but like movies where everyone's um, on the same page stylistically mm-hmm. are impressive as well yeah and they're on the same page stylistically but they're also doing very different things like mm-hmm. but still cohesive yeah. but anyway I digress
0: no that's no great. that's great any other ones that you want
2: to um of? yeah so Elsie Fisher we've talked about but she's transcendent Perfect. as mm-hmm. an 8th grader in 8th grade Yep. Gucci. and Melissa McCarthy we've also talked about can you ever forgive me um, Catherine Hahn we've also talked about and Yelitza Aparicio we haven't talked about as much but she is the lead in Roma um, the story revolves around her life as a domestic worker and you know every, everything she's hap- that's happening to her both mundane and life shattering mm-hmm. that happens to her and um move, like her performance is just so moving it's like all of these for me are just so lived in mm-hmm. that y- you are moved as a viewer and, and that's like the key to acting for me difficulty
0: with all those right long right. scenes and oh yeah
2: that. this one particularly like very difficult
1: she also so much of it is like a little bit of a cipher because she doesn't have that much dialogue. Truthfully, because that character wouldn't. And that speak character, that much. Right. yeah, the character doesn't speak that much. But she's so good in the like little moments, like the moment when she has to tell the mother of the family that she's pregnant and she's afraid she's going to get oh, fired. Love love yeah. That. Like just her anxiety, it reads so. Again, it's like one of those performances, sort of like you were talking about in the writer, where like you could almost believe it's a documentary like mm-hmm. if you told me that that was just capturing and i have oh, no like, idea what y- but I'm is sure, her first role i don't know what her
0: i'm sure more than 50% of people that watch roma just assume this is like she's that's actually, how she is in real life yeah that she's some real it, but yeah, that right
1: well yeah cuz people are also racist and whatever right. bullshit yeah. but um but still even that is like very understated so everything is played very close to the chest and then, when you get to that freaking scene on the beach. Yeah. And it's just like pouring out of her. Holy shit. I mean, there are not, all, there are many professional actors who could not pull that off as sincerely.
0: It's like beneficial that she's not a trained film actress. Yes. Yeah.
1: Because it's so real. <clears throat> <laughs> that was a muffled sneeze into a pillow. In case you hear, heard something. Um, yeah, she's great, Yalitza. <clears throat>
0: um, My, okay, best actress, I mean, every year, it's just fucking hard.
1: No, I mean, I just spoke praises of Yalitza, and I couldn't get her into my top ten, because this year is insane.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's a heartbreaker. I, and I am was then kind of shocked when ranking that my five ended up being the five that they were. My nominees are Emily Blunt, In A Quiet Place. Ooh. Consistently under-rewarded as an actor, Though she did just win a SAG award for this in the supporting actors category, Bridges. which is utter the bullshit. Ball. But she's great. And it's yeah. a movie that... I mean, they're all kind of types because it's very... I mean, obviously not dialogue heavy because you can't speak because then the right. monsters will get you. But it... Uh, John Krasinski, who can get it, buddy, uh, yeah, knows how to shoot his wife and knows her strengths. That and... sounds awkward. <laughs> I mean, with a gun.
1: I... <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh!
0: Oh, no. no, he knows like what yeah. the the best way she can convey everything that's happening. Yes, yeah. it sells the movie, and it, it's better for it. Uh, Charlize Theron or Theron mm. in Tully. Love. Yep. Love. Where is more Oscar nominations for that talented lady? Yep. Like young adult. Uh, of course, Tony Collette in Hereditary. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the greatest line readings of yep. the year and just intense. Uh, Elsie Fisher in eighth grade, who is just fucking perfect. Gucci. Uh, And Melissa McCarthy in Can You Ever Forgive Me are my five nominees for Best Actress.
1: Nice. Mine are Catherine Hahn, Mm -hmm. Private Life. I think we've talked about it. She's good at acting. Yes, very. Um, Charlize Theron for Tully. Nice. Also very good at acting. She can act. (laughs) I'm also very sad that this performance was underrated because it... um, again i feel like the academy has such a thing with women where like it's prickly oh yeah and unlikable but it's yeah. about something where i'm sure for academy members is as mundane as motherhood which is not actually mundane and specifically like postpartum depression is something that a lot of women struggle with and that is not talked about openly like it's like a very, but it's just a movie that I feel like you know the like old men in the academy are like whatever. Yeah, I also just absolutely. love that
0: collaboration of Diablo Cody scripting, Jason <laughs> Reitman directing. It's a very specific humor that Charlize Theron is so fucking funny. At. Right,
1: because I think she's maybe a little bit, and I say this with like affection, a little bitchy in real life. Like I think she's yeah, a probably. little yeah. I think she's probably a little abrasive and has Brunt, like a blunt, sharp yeah. blunt humor and she's great at it and I love her for it and again good at acting so okay um, Melissa McCarthy mm-hmm. also very good at acting yes um, Tony Collette Hereditary mm-hmm. decent she's a good actress <laughs> and number five which is interesting I, not quite in the Natalie Portman like I think sometimes she's bad but I don't I'm usually not like blown away with her beyond being like, you're a charming screen presence. Number five for me is Emma Stone in The Favorite.
0: Oh, she's fantastic.
1: I think Emma Stone has given her two best performances in the two years since she won her Oscar. She was really freaking good in Battle of the Sexes, and she's so good in The Favorite. And it's a, a way of stretching herself that I have never seen her done before. It's also just like one of the rare... Americans playing a British person where I find the accent Mm non-distracting because she doesn't overcommit. She does it just enough that you're not like, it's wrong, which is what happens when you overcommit. And it's not like Leonardo DiCaprio in The Man in the Iron Mask where there's just no accent (laughs) and you're like, why is this French guy, everybody else is speaking with a British accent and he sounds American. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's a very... (laughs) It's a very careful, everything about it is like very carefully calibrated and I think she's so great in that movie and she deserved a spot on my list for that disinterested hand job alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta throw it out.
0: Uh, winners, best actress, the category. What you got? Who's your winner?
2: My winner? Why are you asking about my winner?
1: Because you gave her nominees first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my winner is Katherine Hahn. In private Nice. Life. Ooh. She is an American, well, she's a global treasure, but she also an be. American treasure.
0: Um, Remember when she won that Emmy for guest actress for Parks and Rec? Oh, uh, wait, she didn't, but she fucking should have. Poncho! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Still, like, the funniest line reading ever in the history of American media.
2: Yes. <laughs> Widely agreed upon, yes. <laughs> everyone, everyone who's listening will agree. For I will sure. tell
1: you, I don't actually, dear listener. But one time, Nathan told me that I reminded him of Catherine oh, Hahn yeah. on Parks and Rec. That's true. And Those it's,
2: days have passed, but yeah, that was the, true that I said it once.
1: Shut up. It's, it's the nicest thing you've ever said. To, it truly is like my favorite thing that you've ever said to me. One of the best compliments I've ever gotten. <laughs> In any way. Well, I
2: meant it. In
1: any way possible that I am reminiscent of Catherine Hahn is the greatest news. <laughs> and for the record you still
2: are. Oh, thank you yeah. so much. Um, I didn't say this. No, too. it it is it's true. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know that I need to say anything more about it. Like it's You know what just I would like, just
1: say is it's so nice to see her get a role that that is worthy of her talents because she so often is the scene stealer, right? She's the supporting actress.
0: Things like anchorman or like broad comedies that are often like male centric, like our brother and like things like that. Yeah. yeah. But she's always
2: so fucking good. And you're right. It's like, why doesn't she have her? She can adapt to anything. Oh, remember how
0: fucking good she is in transparent. Oh oh my God. That was an Emmy nomination that she got. That was very, very, very well deserved. Yeah, yeah, she's killer in yeah. private life, and her and Paul Giamatti crush it. I will watch anything that she
2: acts in. Same. For the rest of time, till I die. But um, <laughs> that is my Catherine on. Great. It's my, my number best one. Twenty eighteen. Okay.
0: My yeah. number one, no surprise, because I spoiled it in the podcast before on uh, <gasps> our top tens. But it is, I mean, the, I think it's the performance of the year. Melissa McCarthy and Can You Ever Forgive Ooh, Me yeah. is. I mean, I cannot, cannot, cannot wait to watch that movie again. Yeah, me and too. And I think it's a great movie. It was my number two, almost my number one. Collectively, it was our our silver medal between the three of us. But a big reason why I just want to watch it again and again and again is her performance. Yeah. Yep. Like, she, I love she is McCart- just, a... she is meant to be on screen. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it is will... the best role she's ever had.
2: Yeah. All I would add is that. She was my number two, and I agree wholeheartedly. She's incredible.
1: Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because my number one is what I think is male, female, sporting lead, the performance of the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's not Melissa McCarthy. However, my number two is Katherine Hahn, and my number three is Melissa McCarthy. and right. I oh, think they're nice. both also extremely brilliant. My number one is Tony Collette and her- hereditary yes. Hereditary. Yeah, that's... Yep. I, I mean, we were... It's, what, maybe like 20 minutes into the movie when she goes to a group therapy session. And I was like, this should be shown in every acting school available. It is a fucking master class. She is so incredible and has to play so many things... Often within the course of a scene, sentence. A, a sentence, sentence, yeah, the scene at the dinner table when she's, uh, you know, yep. uh, like there are just so many things that like, I'm like, this is acting at its best. Like when we watched Big Little Lies, I was like, the scenes between Nicole Kidman and Robin Weigert in the oh, therapy yes. scenes mm-hmm. should just be like <laughs> shown at every school to be like, you want to be a good actor? this is good acting. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. The same with Tony Collette, where, like, you want to be a good actor? These are the scenes to watch. It's And it's, like, such a tightrope, and she fucking nails it. So she's my winner. But it's funny that then my... Two runners up essentially are your two, and she is
0: very, very obviously my number two. And any other year, she'd be number yeah. my number one. Tony I mean, Collette. This, Tony Collette. This oh, year wow. was
1: just so great for actresses. I again, even the fact that like on my list, you know, I had a ton of movies that were like completely female dominated, mm-hmm. and then beyond that, I had even more that were. Uh, here okay in my top ten I had six that were like solely women driven narratives with only exclusively female casts then I had two more that were female co-leads where they're like Mm -hmm. the movie is equally about them and then the other two star bear and Tom Cruise respectively Um, (laughs)
0: like what
1: an amazing year for female performances and for female narratives which I think is something that we can all celebrate. And none of them are nominated for Oscar, but Whoa 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 no, what's the
0: Tom Cruise? What?
1: The Mission Impossible Fallout on my top ten. Movies. Oh, oh
0: top ten movies. I was like, wait a best actress. No, I no, was no, like, wait, who... No, 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 no. Gotcha, I'm saying gotcha. of yes, like yes. my best movies
1: that like six of oh, them yeah. are like exclusively female. Oh, narratives. and we all had
0: a fucking tough time coming up with lead male performances. Right, because who
1: cares in a year where I mean just to like quickly go through the women who didn't even make my, you know, so I had Regina Hall, who we didn't get to talk about for support of the girls. Yep. Rachel McAdams, Game Night. Yes. Thomason McKenzie, Leave No Trace. She's great. Um, Lady Gaga is great. Constance Wu is great. Joanna Kulig, Cold War is great. Carrie Mulligan is better than Wildlife. Yep. Viola Davis yep. is great as always. Glenn Close is really great in The White. Yeah, really great. Ruth Wilson is great in this little movie I'd recommend called The Little Stranger. Lily James is a star performance in Me Too. Here we go. I mean like it was just stacked with Even amazing Even just in, like,
0: mediocre small things that are kind of forgettable. Yes. I think Rose Byrne is really great in Juliet Naked. Well, you
1: know I always love some Rose. I haven't seen it yet, but She's I so love good. Rose Byrne.
0: Julia Roberts, who you might have heard of, is great in Ben is Back, which She's is also a very bizarre acting. movie. She is. She's good at screen acting. She should do it more often.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was just a great year for female performances. So. Sure
0: as shit was.
1: And, like, none of them are up for Oscars, <laughs> except for Roma and The Favourite, but...
2: The only awkward thing I would add is that... <laughs> awkward thing. <laughs> so, I'm seeing a through line between Bradley Cooper and Toni Collette for me, who were my number six actor and number seven actress, and it's because... You hate good acting? <laughs> no, it's because their portrayals were too traumatic. Like
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah fair.
2: Sure. They were too, too good close. and the subject matter was such Difficult. as it is that fair. I personally could like not handle it. Probably so you why you have to keep yourself at a distance. Yes, probably why Elsie Fisher
1: is number eight on my list and that movie was exactly. only number six for me no. because it was reliving drama.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Similar thing, whereas she's my number four actress and I think it was my number four movie or something like that. Right,
1: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, That's hey, great. Man. I mean, do we have any uh, ensembles that we want to just shout out real quickly? There were a lot of great ensembles. Oh, so
2: many. Black Panther, I... I, like, that movie was never going to make my top ten because of superheroes,
0: but... Whereas your number two was Spider-Man. And yeah, Spider- but that's but yes. because it was so Yeah, No, no, no I like, hear yeah. you, I hear you. Um, but the It also ensemble... is not
1: restrained. I mean, I also feel like the weakest part for most superhero movies for me are, like, the special effects and the action stuff with the superpowers. Yes. But that's not an issue when you're dealing in animation. Right. Um, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Right. but yeah the Black Panther cast can get so,
1: it well they can also get it I mean also the Crazy Rich Asians can cast can. is great and they can all get it too Yep.
0: Yeah. there was
1: a picture from the SAG Awards because they were both nominated for Best Ensemble and there was a picture of the two casts together mm. posing together and it was just like this is too much attractiveness the cinema was
0: created to put you on screen yes, for our viewing pleasure yes um, I think shoplifters. Yes. Really, really great ensemble, great ensemble. That like makeshift family that they've created.
1: Yep. Game night. We talked about yep. a little yep. bit. Um, support the girls. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Annihilation, which you mentioned. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the voice acting of Spider-Man. Yep. Into the Spider Verse. And they end up with a lot of spider people. <laughs> so they do. Indeed, they of... do.
2: And Lily yeah. Tomlin.
1: And Lily Tomlin Oh.
2: Uh, just so many yeah, so many choice acting voice acting yeah. segments.
1: I would also say The Death of Stalin has a pretty y-
0: they do. stellar yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a great movie. movie. <laughs> Bad Times of the El Royale.
1: Yes. Very good.
0: Beale Street.
1: Mhm. Beale Street is really great. Mm. There were a lot of really good Suspiria I think is really great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. Yeah.
2: It, overall it's a win for ensembles. Twenty eighteen. It's true.
1: Skyscraper. Ticks. Just kidding. <laughs> the Meg. So international.
0: Yes. The Princess Switch.
1: <laughs> you know what? Good for you, Vanessa Hudgens.
0: Somewhere in my top wins, twenty best. She wins. She wins my
1: like daytime Emmy for that performance. Great.
0: Your then. daytime cinemanchi. You? Yeah daytime cinema <laughs> The daytime yes. cinematic goes to Cine, Vanessa Hutchins. Your cinema snack goes to Cine. Oh, <laughs> it goes to I Vanessa Hutchins. Anyhow, yeah, there will be <laughs> other performance categories on Cinnamunch.com, and we'll have our like scenes of the year.
1: Yeah.
0: It's all coming including our Oscar predictions and all that shit.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's been so fun though getting to do our top 10s and like favorite performances because most of our movie like talk has been around award season. Which has ended up being such a disappointment this year. So
0: bizarre.
1: So bizarre. And like, it's just great to be like, no, actually, 2018 was a really stellar year. There were so many great films. It was a great year for representation. It was a great year for female filmmakers. It was a great year for
0: genre, for comedy. Yeah, yeah.
1: across the board. And even though like the award season doesn't reflect that, it's been nice to just ruminate on.
0: What was actually good. What was actually great.
1: <laughs> and that there was actually a lot to celebrate and a lot that I'm so glad we got to experience this year. So
2: Agreed. Hey, Cheers to 2018. On that, uh, get
1: your cheapest vodka and your off-brand...
0: Bailey's. Bailey's,
1: Bailey's <laughs> and... Your Irish
0: cream. Shake yeah. them up with ice. <laughs> your Irish cream, lass. And get with Saoirse Ronan and...
1: Alright, and goodbye. Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> bye. Oh, <laughs>
1: bye.